0: everybody welcome back to the batter episode 18 i am your hostess katie cupcake i was gonna say what the mostest but i just lost my like will to say it anyways i am joined by our co-host this week mr silence (laughs) I i was literally leaning forward in my chair so if you hear creaking i was like uh huh. Say something. <laughs> Say something. <laughs> um. So Nintendo had their direct the other day. I think it was the fourteenth, so Thursday. And there was a lot. There was a lot of Mario or Mario esque games announced. So that's so, going to be. Do you
1: think Nintendo released Nintendo things? <sighs>
0: What did I have you on this week again?
1: Because nobody else could.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, So that is what the majority of today's episode is basically going to be about, is a bunch of the direct information, things that were announced, our thoughts on it, if we're excited for certain things, what have you we have some just some other like kind of random topics that I thought was interesting to bring up. Ow, I just also am <sighs> I'm cross stitching while I'm doing this episode and I just stabbed myself with the needle so don't talk and cross stitch guys but <laughs> I think the thing that's probably going to be most talked about would be the remake of the Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door game Why is that? Because it was such a fan favorite game and everyone raved about it. It's like one of the most favorite Paper Marios in the series It's not my favorite (laughs) Um But I'm generally, like, not on the same course as the majority of people. It's a good game. I've only played it once, though, so... It I have never played it. It doesn't... Yeah, right. It doesn't hold, like, an extremely, you know, big spot in my heart. Now, if they remade the original, maybe, because I love that. Or uh, Sticker Star was also good. And then, I didn't
1: know that Mario Paper Mario game. Never heard of that one.
0: Yeah, and then the newer games were all already on the Switch, so there's that. And it's also slated for next year, so we're not having to wait a terribly long time. And that's one thing that I do enjoy that you know Nintendo does is that they wait to announce things. Until they actually know that it's, you know, a viable thing that's going to happen, it's not just like, here's the trailer, this is what's gonna happen, and then they flub everything, and it's like, okay, but is it actually going to happen? Probably. God,
1: not.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> like, they they really like make sure that they have, like. A firm idea of what's going on before they announce it and I I'm excited to play it again um, I do enjoy playing the Paper Mario games I played the original on stream a while back and so I'll be happy to bring that one back and then I have Origami King and Oh my gosh, what was the one after that? I'm drawing a blank. Color Splash? Can. Was it Color Splash sure. and then Origami? Sure. I think that's what it was. <laughs> Apparently, Mr. isn't a big fan of Paper Mario games.
1: I've never really been a huge fan on like, current Nintendo. I always preferred the, like, the classics. And I don't mean classics as in like, GameCube, I mean, like before GameCube.
0: <laughs> so sixty-four, yeah. SNES, and, like, and NES.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've always, I've always liked the, like the full classics. Have you watched
0: Which... anybody play any of the Paper Mario games? Ah. <sighs> I don't think you were around when I did my play. No, you were. No, I was.
1: Well, I was watching that. I
0: was like, wait, um, maybe that was right after. Other than
1: or... you, I don't think so. Really, maybe bits and pieces from like. Compilation type things.
0: I want to say did Ray never, play,
1: like, it? Full play I don't think so. now
0: Interesting. Interesting. I am I missing a game? It's t- is Thousand Year Door technically Paper Mario 2
1: I have no idea. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna look because I feel like that. I'm forgetting a game. All right, we have. blinded by this page okay so paper mario came out in 2000 and then paper mario the thousand year door came out in 2004 it is a curious thing that they're announcing the remake for thousand year door and they didn't have any want to redo the original but the original is on the online pass if you have an online subscription, so maybe that's why they just kind of bypassed it, maybe?
1: Possibly. It makes sense.
0: Oh, yeah, Super Paper Mario is the one I was forgetting about. That's the third one, oh. which came out in 2007. And then oh. Paper Mario Sticker Star came out in 2012. Paper Mario Color Splash came out in 2016. And then Paper Mario, the Origami King, came out in 2020.
1: Origami King is that new? Yes. That's mm-hmm.
0: older. And then there was one spinoff of the Mario and Luigi series called Paper Jam from 2015. Mm-hmm. So they've been pretty consistent with putting out a new Paper Mario movie, or movie, <laughs> I mm-hmm. wish, uh, game every three to four years. It was every three. Yeah, pretty. it was like four, and then three, and then five for that one. So it was a little bit of a gap between Super Paper Mario and Paper Mario Sticker Star. But then you go four-year gaps, in 2024 for the remake of Thousand-Year Door would fit into that four-year mark. So I'm wondering if they just ran out of, like, original Paper Mario ideas as well.
1: Possibly, (laughs) but who knows?
0: Well... If just for Origami King's sake there was a lot of differences in like the battle aspects where um, things were just different and so I'm hoping that they expand on the series more because it's probably one of no it's my favorite like spinoff Mario because I wouldn't put it in canon of like regular Mario
1: no I wouldn't either
0: it's still based in and all of the same characters are there but basically like instead of like in the original Paper Mario you have Goomba and Koopas and all the things that you would normally fight they are like your companions so and then in the later games you have companions too so it's just like you know a side thing but it's probably my favorite Mario series that I've played I did enjoy Partners in Time, Mario and Luigi, as, like, a off series, but it kind of just started feeling the same after, like, after the second one, because you had, like, them two, which they had abilities, and then the second one they brought in, like, Baby Mario and Baby Luigi, and then, like, after that, I was just like, meh. But... So that is coming in 2024, and Thousand Year Door was always the one that people were just like, that was the best one in the series. So regardless of my opinion, I know lots of people will be excited about that. And realistically, there is, what, four Mario games, five Mario games that was announced at the E3? or <laughs> direct,
1: Nintendo Direct. <laughs>
0: Gosh, my it's their uh, version of the E3. Let's be real.
1: <laughs> There's a there was a bunch of Mario games
0: cuz they were talking about the new one, Mario Wonder, which is coming out later this year, October, yeah. I believe it's next month. Yeah. And then Super Mario RPG is also coming out.
1: Uh no, that's being remade.
0: Remade, sorry, yes. yes. But it's coming out soon is what I was trying to say there.
1: November I think
0: yeah so we have two coming. mario games coming out this year
1: technically there's more if you want to be specific okay because they also have um what's it called coming out they got the new peach game that's next that year, they were talking though. about huh are peach. we just talking about this year
0: yeah, 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 that's what I was saying. Like uh, two okay. games this year coming out. Like Oh yeah,
1: two. Oh, yeah, only two this year.
0: And then so they the announced really. right, and then they announced Peach's new game that's coming out next year. Which do we get a name for that? Got uh it.
1: Showtime. Princess Peach Showtime.
0: Yes, and it it's reminiscent of the Princess Peach from the movie in my opinion. Like she seems like a badass. She can stand on her own. Um, it's not really, like, she's relying on people, so, I'm interested to see where they go that, so, go, I'm tired, guys, my brain has just checked out, which is the case for most episodes, because I'm recording it after work, so, anyways, so, they're slating this one as one of the most creative games out of, you you know, the Nintendo Direct that was announced. It's Princess Peach Showtime. And we play as the princess, and she's trying to save Sparkle Theater from having its shows stolen. She'll be transformed into different roles, like a sword fighter, investigator, chef, and martial arts master. And each different, uh, each level is different than the previous, so it's a different experience. So you just know, like, status quo and so i'm i'm excited to see that one um it kind of reminds me of final fantasy uh 102 where you had different outfits and they had different abilities for the different outfits that's kind of hmm. what that reminds me of with the princess peach game what are your thoughts on it would you play it
1: i don't know. I'd have to look more into it, because just from the description, I don't really know what the game is.
0: I think that there's more to come. It's It says right here in... March 22 of 2024, so we still have, yeah. what, six Maybe months? Maybe if they
1: show, like, not necessarily a gameplay, but like a concept trailer of what the game is going to be, other than just saying this is what the game is, would make more sense for me to decide on whether or not it's a go for
0: yeah because it's six months away so there's still time for things to be flushed out, ironed out etc right So I'm excited to see that one and once we get more information on it we will obviously bring it back to you so we also have, I'm just going to go through this list again because I know I'm going to forget something so Super Mario Bros. Wonder is coming out October 20th of this year and so that's like a month away that's really not that far and this is the 2d platforming game new game in the series and there's different uh transformations that mario is gonna have and they're called wonder flowers so that's why it's called super mario bros wonder and it's also gonna be a four player co-op so I think that's gonna be really fun to have four people playing and uh, <laughs> get yeah, causing mayhem. A, There's a certain streamer news. that I know that you got me into watching recently. <laughs> that's going to be playing it with his friends, and I can't wait to watch. Most the... likely, yeah, Carnage. <laughs> mhm, mhm. Cause he ha yeah. So we're talking about Ray. It's just Ray on Twitch, and uh. I feel like he'd be playing with at least chibi probably and then probably michael maybe
1: probably not if i had to guess it would probably be um him chibi chill chaos and somebody else
0: Mm. maybe
1: um maybe max if i had to guess
0: Who was he playing Resident Evil 6 with?
1: That was Andy Cortez. Mm. I don't think he'd play with him.
0: I just just need chaos and rage. So I need him to play with people who are going to freak out like him. (laughs) (laughs) Or, because we were watching... Was it the highlights? Um, Where he was playing Dead Space Mm -hmm. 3, the original? With Chibi? And you basically can control the settings for the entire game oh, for God, each person so she just kept pausing the menu like that's the chaos I need in my life like that is who I am as a person and I need to watch people who are suffering from people that are like me
1: I have a video for later oh <laughs> but we'll continue after that more later. suffrage
0: <laughs> yes. um, okay so then next we have warrior wear move it which is coming out in november 3rd of this year and it's releasing on the switch
1: this is weird to me that this game is being redo like redone
0: it's in a similar style to the wii iteration so that's
1: why i find it weird like i get the the switch has the you know the um the motion controls and everything like that but the way it's shown how good is the IR sensor on the on the switch for it to track full body?
0: I I don't know. Um, I don't That's know if I, I played weird. the original one of this game.
1: I I played one of the, I played one of the ones on the DS. I don't remember which one it was.
0: So I played the original DS version of the one that came out on the Switch recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the Warrior
1: uh, War games are fun. Yeah, because they're, they're just it. hectic.
0: Mhm. It was different than like the normal Mario games. It was similar enough to like Mario Party, but single single player too, which I liked, cuz you right. have like little games that you play, but you don't have to worry about having people to play with or stinky computers. It was just do this. Okay.
1: <laughs> right. Or it would just give you a simple te- it would give you a simple uh, rule for the test and you had to figure out what it meant. Yep. Like you would just go into the level the level would load and it would just say shake. Alright, what am I shaking? You got six seconds go. Uh uh <laughs> Yeah. So like that's what made it more f- interesting and hectic. Bizarre is a really good description for it.
0: So I know that Joy Cons work for games like gosh, what was that one game? Casey plays it a lot. Um,
1: That's not helpful.
0: <laughs> ring Describe Adventure. Ring Fit Adventure.
1: Oh, right, yeah. Ring Fit.
0: That's That uses the Joy-Cons. Yeah. so Yeah, the, the Joy-Con tracking is good.
1: Be... I'm just curious at how well it works for tracking the body, is my thing. But... Like, I don't have an issue with them tracking the controls. The motion controls on the Switch are just as good as the Wii.
0: we shall see. It might be something that I get. I have to I have to look more into it um to see if it's like worth the money for me cuz like there's a lot of games that have come out or are coming out and I can I only have so much time. So right. As much as I would like to play it, is it like the forefront of my my list right now? No. No, but I know it,
1: what game on this list will be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we haven't gone <gotten> there yet. <laughs> well, this doesn't come out until next year, anyways. Yeah. And Good then, time. and then we have Super Mario RPG that's coming out in November seventeenth. So this was originally on the SNES Super Mario RPG, and it's coming back to us as a remake. So I talked about this several times before, um, on and off of the podcast. We've been in, like, this since COVID, a little bit before COVID, but really once COVID hit, we were, like, in this nostalgia area, era. So, it had happened quite some time before COVID, and now after COVID, we're in this nostalgia area where we are remaking, like, everything. And... I'm
1: okay not, with that, though.
0: But I'm not... Right. I'm not opposed to most of the things being remade, because... Did we know when we were playing the originals that we were like, oh my god, this would be so good if it could be... No, because we didn't know what visuals were going to look like in the future. Like, we had an idea that it would be better, but not, like, to the extent of what we actually know. So it's nice to relive these games that we loved on the older systems, on the newer systems with, like, way more capabilities. You know, things have been... new programming things and new programs and just in general like there's so much more that can be done. And I think that that is a good thing for older games because definitely. you're still getting the original aspect of the game but you're not it's not ruining it. It's you know expanding on it I guess would be the best way to put it.
1: Yeah sometimes it just makes it better to have it looking better or making it more current looking I feel like, like I remember playing games back on the PS2 and it would come out I'm like oh man this looks so real and then going back and playing the PS2 game now and you're just like this look good
0: <laughs> I don't I don't know if I I feel like because I had all the Mario games and all like I think thought I played it but I played it so long ago that I don't recall Super Mario RPG original um, never, never played it either like e- if I didn't play it I know like I saw my cousin play it or my aunt or my mom or my grandmother like somebody played it mm-hmm. so another one like nice to have I'm not 100% sure if I will get but it it's a good thing regardless for you know nostalgia's sake And then, what is next? Okay, so this isn't really Mario related, but it was also announced at the Direct. I think that they were just like, we need to announce something else (laughs) other than Mario or Mario franchise type of things. It's called Another Code Recollection. I've
1: never heard of these.
0: Neither have I, but maybe the viewer have. View- view- Hello. Hello. Got to reset here. <laughs> <laughs> um, another code recollection is coming out in January nineteenth. Thirty Wait, it's already came out. Why did they announce <laughs> it? Were they just trying to drive traffic to it?
1: Oh no, it's, it's not the it's not recollection. It's a recollection. They're remaking multiple games. It's a combo pack, so one of the games must be coming out soon.
0: Gotcha. Okay, that makes more sense. So you play as Ashley, who is the daughter desperately looking for her father, who she thought was dead but seems to be alive. It is a adventure puzzle game, so... Something to think about. It's not Mario, so... If you're not interested in Mario, but that sounds like that's up your alley, take a look into that one. I'm very excited for this one. <laughs> not Mario as excited. Yes, not as excited as as the other one, but this one's just as good. It's it's coming out close to my birthday. So, we have Mario versus Donkey Kong and it looks good, man. It looks really good. what um it's basically it's Mario versus Donkey Kong but in a remake of the Game Boy Advanced puzzle game you I don't... never heard of this one <laughs> Okay, that makes more sense. I was like he's awfully quiet. <laughs> but it will have co-op, so again, if you have a kid or you have a significant other. Who's looking... a child. <laughs> yeah. And you're looking anyway. for her, um, you know, a, a new game to play. This, is, this will be out in February 16th of next year. And uh, it looks really good. And we already talked about that one. So Princess Peach Showtime, in case I didn't mention it, comes out March 12th. Tw- I did mention it, but in case you it got lost, March 22nd of 2024. And then we have Summer of 2024. Something that I am looking forward to, because the original came out on the, uh, the 3DS, which I had a 3DS it was very hard for me to use the 3D settings on it. Like, I pretty much never used them. It, yeah,
1: for certain games, it didn't work well enough to, for me.
0: That, and it, it just made, like, I don't get motion sick, but for whatever reason, if you didn't have it, like, perfectly aligned with, like, the setting, because it didn't click or anything, you just it was a bar that you moved to to go none at all or fully fledged or you could be somewhere in the middle if you didn't have it slotted in like a perfect spot it did like this weird crackly thing that made me sick and if you're (laughs) not paying attention or if you're like really interest, like into the game and you accidentally do that like it threw me off a lot so I'm excited to play this one on the Switch you know Luigi's Mansion 2, HT? HT? HD. I was choking on my spit. It's a re. Hi, <laughs> it's a remaster of Luigi's Mansion 2 Dark Moon. I don't know why we got rid of the Dark Moon part of the name. Because it's literally a remaster of the original. But anyways, that's just... And a random thought that I had reading the title, like, we, <laughs> why did they change the title if it's a remaster? That's a little it, weird. It is
1: weird to change the title, but I mean, how many Luigi Mansion Twos are there?
0: Well, I mean, Dark Moon was kind of like the, the premise of the game, though, you know.
1: Yeah, there's no spoilers when you're getting it for somebody who's never played it before. They won't know the moon is the issue. I
0: guess, but they also have the multiplayer ScareScraper mode that will have or will support up to four players, including yourself. So four people total. And then somebody said it should be released around Halloween because it's a spooky title. And I'm like, don't don't make me wait until Halloween just because you want something to come out at Halloween like no but it looks really good there's a little bit of a video from the direct and it really really looks like Luigi's Mansion 3 you know but obviously different story so the graphics are you know up to snuff with Luigi's Mansion 3 I played that game so many times I've done at least four, nope, five, five full playthroughs of that game and I've been itching to play it again there's no DLC or anything so I know the ins and outs of the game we were we were also watching highlights and I was just like oh, this level is so good and we got to the next one I'm like oh man this one was really good too and at the end of it I was just like dang like every level just brought something new and it was just really good so that's that's my thought process like if you would never played a luigi's mansion game what the hell is wrong with you like no throw at me you're boring you don't you don't want to spam the mario button and make luigi sound scared the, I honestly like it's good that I I like that they kept it for the other games where you could just walk around like saying his name in his little trembled voice. I am like sad because the original was the best because he would just he would also say other things. He'd be like hello <laughs> <laughs> and then like you'd cycle through and be like hello Mario i just remember like going through that first main door and just spamming the button and it was just it was just a good time but that c- it doesn't have an exact date so they're still kind of working on that one Says summer of 2024 but that could mean many 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 different months so i'm not sure same thing with paper mario the thousand year door remake that's coming out in 2024 it doesn't really have it doesn't have like a season attached to it so my guess is that it's going to come out towards the holiday season and be like a holiday game that yeah comes it's be
1: probably, it's, it's probably one of those like middle route games it all depends on how everything else does in my opinion
0: I, and they're gonna like once they have a firm date on Luigi's Mansion 2 they're gonna want to have Luigi's Mansion to have its moment before the Thousand Year Door comes out because it, people are pretty excited for both. Like I, I know a lot of people felt the same way about the 3DS. It didn't really live up to what we thought it was going to be, and we're, mm-hmm. you know, it's just the same thing with um the Wii U. Not a lot of people got the Wii U.
1: I didn't know anybody who did.
0: I had it. I have it technically okay. I still have it
1: I'm, I'm lying I know one person who has one
0: <laughs> I enjoyed it it was it's basically what the Switch is now uh, basically you had a console and you had a controller and there was a tiny like I'd say DS screen on it maybe smaller it was pretty small and you could watch the game on there If depending on which game you are playing there would be like little mini game aspects on that version that you'd have to look down at if you were playing it docked I guess we'll call it but um, it didn't it was clunky the controller was very clunky and heavy and I can see why it didn't do well so and then the switch came out, and it was basically like what the Wii U wanted to be. So I feel like the DS to the 3DS could have had some help. Like the 3D aspect, I don't, I don't really think I played a game that it worked well on at all.
1: Hmm. Maybe one of the Pokemon games, but because I remember playing Diamond and Pearl. Did that have the three D I don't even remember. Too far back.
0: Right, so I still have my three DS. It got Animal Crossing stickers all over it. Because Animal Crossing didn't it didn't really integrate with the three D S aspect of it. Like as far as I remember it didn't really do much. Um, so are you excited for any of these games that are coming out?
1: Not really. But then again, that's just because I've never been a big... I've never been huge on Nintendo. Like, there are things I, I'd look at maybe Super Mario RPG.
0: Yeah. Because it'd be something
1: i could sit down and put time, like, a little bit of time into and play and enjoy. Other than that, though... Like, uh, just right away from the brief descriptions, probably not.
0: Well, we forgot to mention one. Metroid Prime Four.
1: But that's also because it was announced six years ago, and then nothing came out about it. Right. And then a so... different studio bought it, and then they have no information on it. So it's been basically Outer Scroll Six.
0: Ugh, don't make me sad so going back into the Nintendo side of things Nintendo. Ooh. we also have some Lego sets that are going on sale or are Lego. on sale at Amazon and Target these are sets that I really want this one in particular is a huge question block from Mario, and then you have like little islands, I guess you would call them, that kind of pop out of it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you have <sighs> uh, Peach's castle, bomb Mom's like little battlefield. Battlefield, thank you. That is the word I'm looking for. And then the Penguin place, the ice and snow. I'm, words are hard guys <laughs> they're but all super
1: mario 64 levels
0: <laughs> yes basically uh there's one in the middle too below the castle but i can't tell what that is from the picture it's um
1: it's the first lava level you do
0: Oh, lethal lava of trouble so we yeah, have because
1: that's it's, um i forget the name of the eyeball
0: you have the big huge question block and then popping out of it right in the base of the top of the question block you have lethal lava trouble oh, and then above Jesus. that is peach's castle <laughs> then to the right is bomb on battlefield and then to the left is cool cool mountain he just realized that there was actual like yep it tells you ex- the
1: part way down <laughs>
0: yeah that's yeah so it's usually like two hundred dollars. It's on sale for a hundred and sixty, so it's <laughs> it's not a huge reduced price, but it's For the gigantic. size of it, it is a
1: big it is a big piece. I've seen this piece built does it and it's a nice nice tell piece tell
0: us how, it's all made up of more than two thousand pieces so it's yeah, it's, pretty it's a big build it doesn't give us a size though. But just looking at it, in relation to this kid, I'd say it's probably...
1: Oh, it's a a good size. You need both hands.
0: Like, maybe a foot tall? 8 inches to 12 inches tall? Yeah, a little bigger. Well, I'm talking about the question block itself, not with the 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 add-ons. So probably a foot and a half in height and width and depth, technically. So it's it's
1: it's decent. Yeah, it's a it's a a nice size piece. It's a good build. Mm.
0: They have tons of different Nintendo Legos. They have the NES replica that I want, which is also a lot of money, like three hundred dollars. I think it was two ninety nine, maybe.
1: Maybe just for
0: the the NES itself and then there was a TV that you could get with it and then a part of it had like Bowser on it too <sighs> Legos, listen it took until I was in my 30s for me to play with Legos and it was the best thing I ever did. There's no shade to my parents or anything I just don't think that uh, they could afford them or thought that I had the attention span for them or something like it just, I don't I don't think that it was, like, uh, malicious. I think it was just one of those things,
1: mm.
0: which was unfortunate for me because, you know, I love them, uh, but.
1: I looked it up, by the way.
0: Uh, which? The size?
1: The, yeah. It is a 2064-piece Lego set. It is a 7x7x7 cube.
0: So I, was, I was right. I said roughly yeah. 8 inches looking at the picture and you're like bigger so I was like okay I, think eight. Bigger. I mean if you look at the picture with it being worked on by the kid it's not I was taking like each one of those scare- squares for the, that make up the question block mm-hmm. as almost an inch so I was like okay you know, we'll just round up to 8 so 7 by yeah. 7 by 7 is still it's, a... it's still a excess nice piece and then you gotta realize that like the islands pop up and they're in different heights and everything too so it needs like a good display area too
1: Mm -hmm. yeah it's definitely a display piece it's not just like a simple lego build and you're like hey i did it and you put it in the closet like a car one would say
0: (laughs) i'm uh, i miss having my legos (laughs) so don't don't start (laughs) so what is the next topic
1: uh, There's a few. Which one do you want to talk about next?
0: Wait, what? Well,
1: there's a few topics still left. Which one do you want to talk about next?
0: Probably, or we'll probably leave the other two for last, so go with Silent Hill.
1: Okay. What about it?
0: <laughs> <sighs> so... Silent Hill 2 is being remade, and they have been remaking it, and there will be a presentation of this taking place at Tokyo's Game Show 2023. Uh, The information for this was on the Steam page, so it wasn't like it got leaked or anything. They put this information on the Steam page for everyone to... No, the Tokyo Game Show is happening September 21st to the 24th. And Konami has planned a large-scale show at Tokyo Game Show. So it makes sense that they would have a presentation for the game.
1: Yeah, and as far as I know, I don't think Konami's working on anything else right now, nothing big at least, nothing that would require substantial Uh, like time at the game show
0: yes and I'm excited because I never got to play the original Uh, last week's episode with Toki she was (laughs) she was raging that Konami took the rights away from Playstation so basically when Playstation was Playstation Now before we got the Playstation um what do you call it
1: Is it plus? Plans? Ultimate? Right. Yes.
0: Before they changed to PlayStation Plus and Ultimate and all those things, we had PlayStation Now, which you had the option to play all the Silent Hill games. Because I was like, I was talking, I was just like, I had them on my list because I originally had a list of games that I wrote out to try for uh, Fresh Friday when I was doing those. And that just became, like, overwhelming for me to, like, plan out every week what I was playing and then I didn't really feel like I was enjoying the games that I was choosing. I was just trying to choose something new. But I had Silent Hill on that list. And when I went to go play it, it had been removed. And then I think that's what prompted me to go back to playing Resident Evil games because I had played... In 2021, I played... No, 2020. Might have... Might have been the summer of 2020 that I started Resident Evil 1 remake, remaster, redo, what is it called?
1: (laughs) Just confused me.
0: Sorry, I just couldn't think of the word. It was a remaster, not a remake for Resident Evil 1, right?
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah, Resident Evil 1 has not been remade, it's been remastered.
0: Right, so that's what I played... And then I just, so it took two years for me to play 2, 3, and 4, technically three years because 4 was earlier this year, the, not, was it the original? What? The f- Resident Evil 4 that I played before the remake, did I actually play the original original?
1: Yes. Okay.
0: Okay. So I played yes, the original because, um, right before a remake came out.
1: Yes, because I remember you were playing it for the... Just to play it, and I remember making you shoot the water.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I a damn near pooped my pants and had a heart attack all at once. You're welcome. So I'm excited for Silent Hill 2 to be remade, just because I never got the opportunity to play the, any of the originals. It wasn't something that my parents bought for me because my dad wasn't really big into... He's not in, big into the games in general, let alone scary things. And it, my mom was a Mario person, so she didn't really, like, branch off of that. So getting into the older systems, it was basically just, like, things that I saw that, like, appealed to me. And um, I, I just... I, Because it was a game that I couldn't play technically cuz i was too mm-hmm. young for it i never got to play it and then as i got older it wasn't one that i was like oh i need to play this
1: but now you, oh, excuse me now you do
0: <laughs> okay um did you did you play any of the original silent hill or any of them i guess i should say
1: I haven't played them, but I've watched people, like, full play them. So, like, I know the Silent Hill games. Like, I could watch a remake video of two and know what they've changed. If they've changed something. Mm.
0: Interesting. Because
1: I do enjoy uh, Silent Hill, but it was the same scenario with me where I've never had one. Or, like, owned. Or had the opportunity to. But to the point now, being able to get it, I never noticed it was on now because I probably would have played them then. Um, But they do have that... They're that good balance. Like if you like Resident Evil, but you want something creepier, Silent Hill's the way to go.
0: Yeah, I watched... Call Me Kevin did a... I think it was Silent Hill two that he played originally is that the one with which one is the one with pyramid head that's two so that's the one he played he played he found like an emulator or something like that and played it yeah and um so i think we're talking about this last week with the movie that they're making uh i didn't even
1: know they're making another movie hopefully it's better than the other two <laughs>
0: i think it's called the room uh I remember something the about yet? the room. Because it's like the fourth
1: one. <sighs>
0: <sighs> <sighs> you know what's It's sad called Return to Silent Hill. I... Okay, yeah. I was like what's the sad part is that I just covered this and like literally last week's episode and my brain has already yeeted all of <laughs> Yeah, Silent Hill
1: like Room is the fourth game.
0: Okay, so I kind of forgot where I was going with that um we were talking about oh the room and that was the room was from four but it was if that was pictured in two I was like oh I know that that's about all other than Pyramid Head and some of the characters from Dead by Daylight I don't really know the like backstory of Silent Hill either
1: and I won't explain the backstory because it's really hard to explain it without spoiling anything
0: right I believe Toki tried explaining it to me at one point and I think my brain checked out because we had this conversation like before I started the podcast last year when we were raging about it because we started raging about it in last week's episode about how Konami had removed it from the PlayStation store when PlayStation was switching their uh, monthly subscriptions and I remembered having that same conversation with Toki about like them removing it, and so I'm I'm like I don't I don't even know what the damn thing is about. Like I just whatever knowledge I know is from freaking Dead by Daylight, which isn't oh, much it, because and that they don't explains nothing right because <laughs> they don't get into like they basically twist the story to fit it into the universe of Dead by Daylight. Right. Like Alien was brought into Dead by Daylight by the entity because of I. Forget, I read it and I've just <laughs> forget, but like it it didn't happen in the movies, but it was enough to make sense to to kind of weasel it into the series. But anyways, I was talking to Toki about it, and I'm a hundred percent sure that she probably tried explaining it to me in last week's episode. So if you guys give me feedback it, below, you know, it, either in a Twitter post or uh wherever, Discord, something. <laughs> Instagram, wherever you follow me from. um, Just let me know. <laughs> if, but, yeah. I Like I said, it wasn't something that I ever got to play, so it is on my list of uh, things that I'm excited for, realistically, because I didn't get the option to play the originals, and I yeah, think... That'd
1: be something interesting to watch you play. And I think it's get been... It. <laughs> and then get, like had those moments of like epiphany moments
0: yeah that happened a lot when i was playing the resident evil series so i'm excited to play a game like that because i mean they're not the same game but oh
1: they're nowhere near the same game
0: you know the the creepiness aspect and the weirdness aspect are things that exist in both of them so
1: yeah but the difference is more of Resident Evil is more of a jump scary type thing. Like you're creeping along, you know, there's something's going to happen. You're not sure. And then suddenly dogs through the window. Silent
0: Hill is psychological, right?
1: Silent Hill is always what's going to happen because something's got to happen soon. And then nothing happens. And that gets you into that moment of like, all right, maybe something isn't going to happen. And then suddenly, ghost.
0: (laughs) Gotcha. Okay. And
1: you're just like, oh, man, no.
0: So they make you anticipate jump scares, but they don't yeah and it's very rarely through, like, a jump scare right and Resident Evil was a lot of jump scares yes. like the fucking zombie shark <laughs> I was like what the fuck there's a zombie shark like it makes sense cause well, we have zombie dogs and stuff like that so it wasn't out of the realm of possibility but it was just like that entire part of the game I was just like what the, what the fuck and- is happening
1: the crazy thing about the zombie shark is, everybody who played the Resident Evil Remaster was surprised by that.
0: Right, because it wasn't in the original. It was. It was
1: supposed to be, but they couldn't get it to work. It was right. too much.
0: So the the notes were there talking about it, but it wasn't executed on because. Right. Of...
1: Exactly. So it was it was always hinted at, and then when you finally got to the room and realized, and you were just like,
0: <gasps> right, right. So. And I failed at that multiple times because I didn't know what the fuck I was supposed to do. I didn't know where I was supposed to go.
1: Yeah, that puzzle isn't explained well.
0: No, no, it is not. But then
1: once you know what you're doing, you realize you're like, oh, it was like, it was that simple.
0: Right. Like, once you do it, you're like, oh, man, I feel like an idiot. But like, it's really not obvious. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm excited for that. Uh, I think, would you play that?
1: I would, yeah, I'd go back and replay or I'd go back and play it, I should say do it but i it's another one of those though i feel like i'd rather play the originals
0: yeah i'm wondering if you can find a totally legal emulator
1: <laughs> well you, you you've you completely contradicted yourself by saying I know. that <laughs> <laughs> well actually no you haven't because the emulators aren't illegal it's using them right as copyright
0: <laughs> <laughs> but i'm sure there's a version out there
1: yeah, I, I can I can definitely look and see if I can find a perfectly legal copy of the game. I think I might have one in my room. I mean um,
0: I still have a PlayStation two? Playstation one? What the fuck system is? uh, that the, it
1: came out of? uh Silent Hill is where one and two were Playstation three and four were Playstation two and Xbox three sixty, I believe.
0: I still have all of those in the basement, so
1: <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure they were ps2 games three i know for a fact was four i think was like 98 percent sure Something. and then they made the spin-offs for like the wii that were just
0: not great it just sounds weird it just sounds like a weird combination silent yeah. hill on the wii
1: it yeah it was but it still worked but it just wasn't good Be a Soundhill is definitely a game I would recommend giving a go if you like spooky.
0: So, something to add to the list of things to play once it's out. Yes. Um, yeah, I would recommend. Okay. So, that brings us to Xbox Game Pass confirming games that they're adding for October, which is usually unheard of. Like, you usually don't get this early of an announcement for games that they're adding next month for game pass but we have six new games and what are they mister
1: uh six games i don't think i've ever heard of okay (laughs) i'm kidding um (laughs) we've got an ad hang on um (laughs) are there six
0: turn on your ad blocker
1: I'm gonna use that blocker on my phone um oh on october 3rd we have the Lamplighters league which i have never heard of
0: it looks like an interesting game though
1: maybe what is the game it's oh i don't <laughs> think it'll be a game for me
0: mm-hmm <laughs> Tell, tell tell the class share with the class
1: yeah. the Lamplighters' league is set in an alternate version of the 1930s an evil cult known as the banished court have been held at bay in the past by the scholars of the lampladers League I curious what the lampladers league is though but by the time the game takes place the glory days of that organization are gone that thing I guess I won't know
0: <laughs> the mystery it's now <laughs> what? It's a mystery. yeah, mystery to be solved by Mystery Inc.
1: <laughs> no, it's being solved by the misfits and scoundrels of the best of the worst. Or that. The game mixes together its story with turn-based combat, tactical gameplay, and real-time infiltration.
0: What the fuck does that mean?
1: I don't know because it's in quotations. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's never a good sign.
1: I don't know what that means I've never heard of it
0: I have a lot of questions probably questions that I will never get the answers to because I will forget that I had the questions but I have questions as to what the fuck that means so again if you have any clue let us know (laughs) what is the next game
1: hang on I just have to sneeze real bad next you the next day, October 4th, we've got Warhammer 40k Dark Tide, which is already out on um, PC, but it'll be coming to the Xbox Game Pass on the 4th, which is just another Warhammer uh, co op shooter. Mm-hmm. There you have a bunch of these. This one's just another one of them. Right. Never been a fan of Warhammer.
0: Not my type of thing.
1: It's a lot of...
0: Everything.
1: Plus the base game.
0: Yeah, it's... It's, that it, can, it's an RTS. There's people just, who enjoy it. It's just, it's just not for me. my cousin. There's just... It's just a lot of, like... My attention span can't handle the games like that.
1: Yeah. You could probably... Handle one of the like the shooter games like one of the Dark Tides or maybe vermatide.
0: I played vermatide.
1: Okay, never mind that.
0: <laughs> I enjoyed Vermatide.
1: Okay, so yeah, so you you would enjoy those aspect games. You'd probably like Dark Tide.
0: Yeah, Vermintide was on Xbox, thing. and I tried it with some friends, and that was a yeah. lot of fun. But
1: then the other Warhammer games are very like RTS games, which I've never been a fan of.
0: Yeah. Which is why I never
1: got into Warhammer.
0: (laughs) Makes sense. And the next one is Forza Motorsport. Coming out on October 10th. So just another Forza game added to, I think there's quite a few Forza games on. Well, there's a ton of Forza games, but... (laughs) Well, I meant specifically already on Game Pass.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's a handful. They're probably add more as time goes on too there's definitely gonna. There's more than enough for them to add
0: right and this is one that you play against your friends in multiplayer so it's all of them all of them all of them
1: I think all of them have multiplayer in one way or another uh, I haven't played all, all of them so
0: I don't know oh uh,
1: yeah I feel like that's like part of their thing it's one of those like <clears throat> excuse me always online kind of games so like when you finish a race it's like here's what your friends did and it's like, or you can just race them Oh. Okay. So that's like all of them, really, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So the next one after that is City Skylines 2. Mm hmm. Which I always thought was City Skylines, I didn't realize it was Cities. Okay. Um,
0: For those of you who are. For those of you who are confused, it's cities, C I T I E S, semicolon, skylines two. And he thought it was something.
1: I always thought it was just city. Right. Not plural. I've never seen it written out. Fun fact. Uh... You're, <laughs>
0: you're building a city. So you're yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, then... it's a city
1: building sim. Yeah. Sort of We've... like it. <laughs> I just, if you've never seen one of well, these I was going to say it's basically don't roller watch type Call me City. <laughs> definitely don't watch people playing this if you yeah. want to know what the game actually is
0: yeah let's just say he builds poo lakes and poo rivers often far too much um, and in a healthy amount and that's why he, he kills people
1: yeah a lot I'm also pretty sure that this game isn't out yet either. I think this is in a pre-order stage, so it's interesting to see it going straight to Game Pass.
0: Yeah, it is interesting, and it doesn't come out until the end of October, October 24th.
1: Yeah, 24th. I know a lot of people play this game, too. Like, a lot of people enjoy it.
0: Yeah, it looks like a fun game, but I like those types of games. You don't, so... Right. The next game I'm actually really excited about because Humble Games, you guys have already heard me rave about them. They are behind a hat in time. And *Maniko's Night Market is coming to Xbox Game Pass on October 26th. And it's a social sim inspired by Japanese culture. Basically you look into the mystery of the sun cat, Niko. You help restore the village explorer crafting petting cats and more so basically it's like their animal crossing version and i love their art style i love like every game i've played by them so i'm excited for this one probably not a game mister would play but
1: (laughs) probably not but i'm not 100% sure i'm checking something that's why i zoned out a little bit
0: it's not usually something that he plays no Almost done a ton of things. hmm
1: That's what I thought they did.
0: Share it with the class?
1: Uh they did unpacking for one. hmm Um what? they also did Void Bastards, which was an interesting game.
0: I haven't heard of that one.
1: It's a it's a space permadeath type game. hmm Where you constantly have to move. They also did Signalis, which is a, a nice little uh horror indie game. But they also could slay the spire.
0: Oh, interesting. He just recently played that when he was visiting here. And it's a cool little game.
1: It's a nice deck builder. But they've done a lot of games, and a lot of them are just like all over the place, too, like in genre wise.
0: Yeah, it's it's not. They're not stuck in one genre, which is nice. When they do things well and they're able to
1: could absolutely compare them to um oh wow i'm drawing a blank on that team oh Oh, i'm gonna myself that i forgot the name of that team just through my phone good for me (laughs) um oh my god what the what was that company's name
0: what are we talking about
1: the publisher what for it's, a, I was going to compare Humble Games 2 because they like do a ton of things. I just can't think of what they're called, and it's bothering me. It's on the tip of my tongue, too. And I just can't think of what it is. Devolver, there you go. Devolver yeah. Digital, like they do a ton of different things, but most of them are like amazing games. Mm. Like I don't know a Devolver game that is bad. Interesting. Like they have a few amazing games. They've got a couple good games, but I don't know a game that I've played that by Devolver that was just like that game was awful.
0: I feel like I've heard of Devolver.
1: You have. Um they've made a ton of different games. They've done um Enter the Gungeon. They've done Um I'll reach off a handful of games. Okay. They did a human fall flat. Okay. Um let's see. I'm trying to find something that you know. Uh Call to the Lamb. Ah, okay. (laughs) Uh inscription. Shadow Warrior Three, which I also just played.
0: Description: That was a game Jack and Mark played. That was like really intricate, right?
1: The card game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, please. that. Okay. That's also them.
0: That's why, because I think one of them mentioned them in their video.
1: Yeah, that they just published like great indie games. Oh, Heave Ho was by them too. Heave Ho. Yeah.
0: No, if I know that game.
1: There was another game that they all played together. Oh, okay. Oh, they, did they did Gorn and my friend Pedro too. God, they made so many good. They did so many good games.
0: Oh, something to look forward to then if you're interested in any of those games, because that's a lot. Like there's, there's a lot there. And what is the last game coming? Last well, that's been really announced right now.
1: Halloween. Ooh, spooky it is not a spooky game. <laughs> It is called Jusant, would be my
0: it's pronunciation my best of guess. That.
1: Yeah, which is an action puzzle climbing game from Don't Nod,
0: which is the studio personally, behind Vampire, Tell Me Why, and Life is Strange.
1: But personally, I don't see this game being good.
0: <laughs> oh damn.
1: That's my opinion. Take it how you will, but I played Life is Strange and Vampire did not enjoy
0: what aspects of it didn't you enjoy though
1: the story of it it was because they're two totally different games yeah like life is strange is one thing i didn't enjoy the story of it i've never been a fan of like time travel and like alternate dimensional type things so that game just like completely just pushed me off of the story
0: okay that makes sense
1: um and vampire's gameplay and story just like couldn't hold me. I finished it out of spite because I wanted my money's worth. <laughs> but I did not gone back to play it again.
0: So, was it right. really your money's worth if you didn't play it again? Uh
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think it's a it might be a it might be a Game Pass game now.
0: Vampire or Vampyr. Hmm?
1: Vampire, I think, is. I've never heard of. Tell I me know.
0: Why. I played Life and Stra- Life is Strange and Tell Me Why through Game Pass.
1: What is Tell Me Why?
0: Episodic adventure game.
1: Oh, okay. So it's another Life is Strange type game.
0: Uh, yeah. You play as siblings and one of them's transgender and they go through learning they go to their mother's house which is on this island to clear it out cuz she's like disappeared or presumed dead or i forget cuz it was so long ago that i played it and uh you kind of learn background of their their lives and things that they were going through and it's pretty, pretty like it's like i think there's a magical aspect to it too it was interesting I didn't finish it because that was one of those Fresh Friday games that I played that I never went back to because I was just in the. the, That wasn't anything against that game. It was just I had my hands in too many new games and I couldn't balance, like, keeping up with playing all of them. Yeah. But. the the last topic was one that I saw and it was rumored on a couple of different websites but I I think a lot of places are going to be following suit if they haven't already but basically McDonald's is announcing which I mean an end of an era but I mean
1: they're finally getting rid of their crappy burgers
0: (laughs) sir
1: (laughs) what you said end of an era
0: so no they're not getting rid of the big mac or quarter pounder or even the mcrib they're getting rid of their self-serve drink stations but it's like a nine year ten year nine year nine year process that over the next nine years they'll be transitioning away from self-serve beverage stations in dining rooms yes why so um, so they've been remember how they've been remaking a bunch of McDonald's I wonder I haven't gone into the, the, any of the newer McDonald's but I'm wondering if the newer ones have omitted that basically when they remodeled they got rid of them so maybe that's why it's over the next nine years is if they're remodeling in the aspect of okay we need to have these for drinks in general but how do we make this easier for our employees? Because they're gonna have to do it for dining room people as well as drive-through people. Like they obviously have to do it for drive-through people already, but right. Um, it's <sighs> so the reason behind this is because they're losing money. People will come in and just fill up random cups with you know whatever they want from the drink fountain, not pay. And you know, I guess soda can be quite costly if you know we're talking the whole of United States. There's a gazillion McDonald's, so it makes sense that they're losing money. And like, it's also messy because like people don't care. Like, i employees won't care either. Like, they'll, there's gonna be messes still, but like if someone drops a drink then you have people walking through it and creating like you know a sticky mess all over the floor and then that employee has to go clean and not be like it's just like I get it like the behind the scenes things but also are you really losing that much money that you need to remove them because you think people are stealing too much it's just like fucking walmart right walmart was like we lost three billion in sales but they made like over a hundred billion or something like our costs are too high so we're gonna have to uh upcharge on our products it's like does that sound right to you because that those numbers aren't that math ain't math and for me right these huge corporations are talking about pennies realistically and the grand scheme of thing like basically they want their losses to be zero but you're that's always physically impossible in a business right you're always gonna have losses it's it's but you don't need to overcompensate because that's just in the long run you're gonna end up losing business yeah. because people are gonna be like well it's just like well if i'm gonna have to be served my drink i'm just gonna go to a restaurant You know, this place, depending on which McDonald's you go to, you could probably get faster service somewhere else. Right. So.
1: But My whole other thing, too, is going back to what you were saying about, like, the cleanliness of the machines. Mm. In all honesty, I would feel better drinking from a self-serve than a, like, an employee-only serviced one. Because they're going to assume it's cleaner because they're the only ones touching it. So I feel like it's going to get cleaned less. And they already don't get cleaned enough.
0: I was going to say, how often do you think they actually get cleaned up, you know? Not enough. Yeah.
1: So I just feel like it's going to be like maybe one and a half times longer, maybe even double the amount of time. Because they're going to be keeping the outside of the machine clean because they're the only ones using it. So they're not even going to register the inside of it. I
0: mean, Yeah. It's a whole thing. I I I get it, but don't get it. I think
1: it's a lot of things. It would it, I would feel better going to like a convenience store and getting a bottle of soda, and then going to McDonald's and just getting a burger and fries, and then going out and then like going home. I'm just gonna I... go get a two liter or like a one and a half liter soda, because like the one and a half liter sodas at the supermarket around the corner from here are like almost always on sale for like a buck and a quarter i'm just gonna go buy one of them and then go get a burger and fries
0: and the quality is better because fountain drinks i don't know I, people swear by they're fountain drinks it. i they're, they're most, for me it's mostly miss they either taste watered down or they taste bad like flat or it's for some reason it tastes like the soda next to it even though you didn't use that soda which doesn't make sense because if you ever like I don't know how the bigger machines work but if you've worked in a restaurant and you know they come in a cardboard box in a plastic bag and you yep. attach it to the machine so I don't even know how conflicting tastes and flavors can even happen if it's the same thing for the bigger machines
1: it's probably not clean
0: right <laughs> so That just falls back on. I'd rather just buy a can or a bottle. At like the Taco Bell, KFC that we went to next door. There was a Seven Eleven, and on the other side there was a Dunkin' Donuts. You can you have your choice of your options, and you're also not like locked into just having Pepsi products either. Right. 'Cause I'm not I I told you guys last week I don't like Baja Blast or two weeks ago, whatever week it was.
1: It was it was two or so because it was the gelato.
0: I don't I don't like it.
1: Your new flavor was good.
0: Hmm?
1: I don't remember what that new flavor was good.
0: Oh I don't. I'd never
1: seen that flavor before. The um that's downstairs I don't of it remember. Was. Yeah. What? No, 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 no. I'm talking about the um
0: Oh, the peach honey I one. Do I had.
1: Yeah, the peach honey. That was really good. I was talking about the Taco about I know that the one I had done that I left at your place was still um, it's not new. It was just a newer can.
0: Well, that's what I thought you meant for some reason, but yeah, there no. was a the
1: peach honey one was really good.
0: Peach honey flavor uh from the fountain machine. I, I don't remember
1: what it was called. It still wasn't as good as Baja Blast, but it was good. I don't It really, was a very good clip.
0: I'm not a Pepsi girl either, though.
1: What's well, Mountain Dew?
0: <clears> hmm.
1: <throat> that's why I was drinking Mountain Dew. Oh
0: my gosh. <laughs> Anyways, I I like Coke products, but realistically, if I have to choose, it's it's going to be Dr. Par- Pepper. Dr. Harper. I'm literally struggling right now. Dr. Pepper or Crush Orange Soda, and then Cherry Coke is, like, for something Just orange. different.
1: Just Orange Crush? Hmm? Just Orange Crush?
0: Yeah, I don't do weird flavors like grape.
1: Oh, I love all the Crush flavors. The strawberry i got the blue one
0: mm. probably can't have the blue one i haven't had the strawberry
1: strawberry's good i don't remember what's in the bl- i forget what flavor the blue one is i don't remember if it's blue raspberry or if it's a like a tropical flavor
0: but the orange soda is just so crisp and it oh, just hits that spot But i'm
1: just saying the, all the other there's one are good. pepsi
0: product that i do have on occasion which is the brisks but that's not my favorite iced tea it's just the most convenient
1: i do I don't even drink brisk iced tea You don't <laughs> drink like iced juice. tea It's true <laughs> The only iced tea I've drank that I've actually been able to stomach Are the loyals you drink
0: Which I was very surprised about
1: Yeah they're, they're they're not It's not bad enough Plus the fact that the vodka in it Helps
0: Yeah well alcohol but, usually Covers up the flavors of things
1: Some things but other things it's an enhancer Which is nice Mm-hmm. Let's I get started on this topic, because I can be here for two and a half more hours talking about different drinks.
0: Okay, well, that was all <laughs> of the things that we had to talk about on the agenda today. Was there any loose ends, anything that you wanted to kind of rope in? I don't know. So, no.
1: I mean, we, could do, we could do the whole Unity thing, but I don't think that would be a good idea either. Other than the fact that I, I did realize something about this whole thing. Yeah. I kind of hope they go through with it. Oh. Because because if they do, they're going to lose.
0: I don't... Pokemon, I, 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 w- Pokemon we'll, Sword uh, and
1: Shield was made on Unity. Oh dear. So if Unity tries to go after Nintendo, Nintendo will triple down on Unity. I need to do more Unity research will, on oh this pro-
0: pro- topic, because I don't really... Like, I know some of what's going on, but I don't know what's going on. Basically,
1: what they're doing is they're charging a fee every time a game gets bought or installed. So every time you download, say, or anytime you buy a copy of a Unity game, so anything, you, the company who made the game, is now being charged X percent. Ew. But that's even going to the people who are making games and distributing them for free. So if an right. indie developer makes a game on Unity and distributes it for free so they're making no money, they're still getting charged.
0: I'm surprised I didn't get charged because I had we learned and used Unity in school and that's where you all of my could. games... They can get fucked. I don't got there's money a, to give a, them. So.
1: There's, there's a probability you could. There was even a there was even a rumor that there was they had to re. They're not for um, sale though.
0: They're not di- downloadable either. So okay, I wouldn't. And none, yeah.
1: It's anytime it gets installed. There was even a point where they had it, um, in a contract. They had to reword it because the way it was worded, they were going to get charged for illegally downloaded versions of games. So if I pirated Pokemon Sword and Shield, Nintendo would get charged. Oh wow. <laughs> so. If they go through with this, I don't see it ending well for Unity. Period. Speaking of... A company is going to sit down on them, and they are going to lose.
0: I also just remembered that I have a couple of videos that I need to watch. I'm hoping I can get to that tomorrow during working. Um, But Jack recently uploaded a video where he was playing... football. Football. Soccer to American people. For a charity event and Mr. Beast was also participating and he kind of brought up the drama. And then we found out that on his podcast, he talked about the Mr. Beast drama with Ethan. So there are some things for me to, uh, you know, get some more information for you guys. But the way that Jack was alluding to the soccer game, there's really no bad blood between them.
1: Yeah. He kind of alluded it to, like, we need to do something just for people to, like, notice that it's happening. But then just, like, that was it. The way they, he said they, it, he was they, like... They spoke at the soccer him. game. <laughs> right.
0: And it wasn't like they weren't verbally assaulting each other or anything. Like, because Jack said in the video... He, you know, him and Jimmy were talking, and he's just like, Well, we got to do something to keep the drama going. We, we got to do something on the field, or we, get, you know, we got to kiss, we got to hug, we got to, you know, do something to keep it going. So I don't think that there's real blood, like I, <sighs> bad blood between them. Like I said originally, there was. It, i think
1: it's a, i think it was a joke that got blown out of proportion
0: right like i think that that tommy in it video clip stream whatever it ended up being because i haven't seen the full video yet surface um like i said i still have to do some research for you guys but it i think that it was for shits and gigs like tommy in it just that's just his personality so it would make sense but anyways. Um, I will hopefully have that either for next week or the week following. It's It's been a crazy I am doing Month. too much. <laughs> yes, I am doing too much and not enough at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I am doing enough but it's it. I, I get something on the list knocked down and then five things pop up so bear with me. I'm Competing in a competition to be partnered with Respawn. I'm working full time. I'm trying to balance having a relationship with Mister and getting my crafting store back up and running and content creation in general, streaming videos, etc. So we'll get there, folks. I promise you. I have not forgotten. I did most of my homework. 50% is okay it could be better we're working on it I I guess I will call it like 56% because I did have that little tidbit of information for you guys that I've just passed along maybe 75% if you count that like we basically found out there actually really is no drama so whatever but anyways any lasting thoughts on any of that mister
1: I don't think so I think that sums it up a bit
0: all right well as always thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of the batter gaming and variety podcast i was your host katie cupcake joined by me mr cupcake aka all of his other names (laughs) five
1: or six of
0: them just a few and as always, always feel free to give us your feedback or thoughts on any of the topics that we have talked about. You are more than welcome to find me on any place and provide your feedback, topic suggestions, thoughts, anything. And don't forget to give us a like and the follow so that we can continue to grow our audience on. Spotify. I'm also looking, will be looking into trying to get this on Apple podcasts too. I had some issues Ooh. when we first launched trying to get that sorted, but I am, I am trying to do that. So just keep that in mind. But anyways, that's going to do it for us. I do hope that you enjoyed this episode and we will catch you on the next one. Good night. Mwah.